Blog Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host, Rick Saratella, here, December 27th. You know what that means. It's bowl season. It's draft season. And we are just about four months away from the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft. And if you're just tuning in for the first time here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, we bring you the names you need to know. Since 2002, it's what we do over at the NFLDraftBible.com. So check us out over there. Today's guest, we will have a full in-depth scouting report up on the NFLDraftBible.com along with this interview in its entirety. So please do check back on the archives, whether it's Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, or all of our social media platforms. But let's get into it today because we have a under-the-radar FCS prospect. He is Monmouth University punter kicker extraordinaire matt white he joins us right now on the defiance fuel water hotline welcome to the show matt you guys had a tremendous season this past year and i want to start off right there because you guys went deep into those fcs playoffs a near undefeated season team mvp on the special teams unit this year have have you had any time to kind of give it a thought and reflect back on your mama's career uh, well, to begin with, it's been truly a blessing, and I, I thank Coach Cal for giving me the opportunity to play at Monmouth for four years, and it's just been a blessing looking back on it, and I can't thank him enough. Yeah, you know, I had a chance to speak with Coach Callahan a couple times throughout the season. Uh, before the season, you guys have some great renovations there, and the Monmouth football program, I mean, he's building something special. He's been there for two and a half decades, Coach Callahan has, and you know, this has been maybe the best team uh, of his time there at Monmouth. You know, being a senior team leader, being the special teams MVP, and, you know, imparting knowledge on the underclassmen, how do you feel that, you know, this senior class is departing the football program? Do you feel like you guys have kind of left a mark and indentation and, and left this program in a good place to be? I definitely feel that we left our mark, especially with this year, how well we did coming off a season, not winning a game in the Big South and going to the Big South Championship, even to NCAA, FCS playoffs, getting a at-large bid. I think it's been a huge year for us, especially just building-wise, building that foundation build, and setting that bar for the younger kids to look at and try and reach for the next, for the incoming years. Mammoth special teams extraordinaire Matt White joining us on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. And, uh, Matt, you've handled uh, quite a few different responsibilities there at Mammoth, and we'll get into all of them. But, you know, being able to be a dual-threat special team standout, not only on the punt side of things, but also on the field goal side. This past season, you didn't get too many field goal attempts, but the year before you did. And then the one thing that really stood out to me, uh, was your kickoff strength. And I, I, I noticed, you know, from previous years to this year, it seems like you have additional uh, leg strength, a lot of balls booting right out of the end zone. Just talk a little bit about your versatility, some of your strengths, what you consider to that you do very well. Uh, well, like you said, I focus mainly on punting, but the fact that I could do all three is probably one of my biggest strengths. Um, I was able to do that all throughout high school and into my college career. I was fortunate enough to be given the opportunity to do all three. I started my sophomore year doing all three, 
and it was a, it was a big change. I, I enjoyed it though. I, I got to learn about patience and facing adversity head on. And I feel that even though punting is my biggest strength, I was able to, like you said, put the ball in the end zone quite a bit. And I was also able to have the privilege to be the deep guy my senior year. Unfortunately, we didn't get to hit too many uh, deep balls, but I was able to hit a couple in the beginning of, of the season. The first four games, our our kicker got uh, sick. So I was able to fill in for him and have the privilege to get a couple balls through the uprights for the team. Yeah, and then you could only make the most of the opportunities that you are given. I know you have a career high of 46-yard field goal. I know over the last couple seasons uh, you've been good money from 40 yards and beyond. I don't think you missed a 40-yard attempt over the past couple years. But uh, what would you put your, you know, kicking strength at in terms of field goals? Where do you feel comfortable? I know I had a chance to watch you. Uh, throughout this year, I came to a couple of your practices. 50 yards, you feel comfortable from there? Do you feel like it's beyond that range? How do you feel confident-wise, uh, you know, on the field goal perspective? I definitely feel comfortable in the 50-yard 50, 50 range. I was able to hit 60 in warm-ups, and I feel comfortable with pressure on me at 50. I definitely feel that that's where I feel best at whenever I have pressure on me. Yeah, you've seen to come through in the clutch on uh, quite a few occasions. I know you had a big game-saving tackle on special teams as well. So uh, the highlight of your game, though, when we watched the film, and we put your uh, highlight film up there on the NFL Draft Bible YouTube channel, so any scouts or teams listening to the interview can go find that. Of course, we'll have it up on the NFLDraftBible.com as well. But they can get a good taste of your punting abilities, uh, you know, the hang time there, and the quickness. I think that's you know, something that stands out and, and that NFL scouts want to see, you know, a lot of, you know, draft Knicks out there on the internet fans, maybe listening, don't know exactly what to look for, but that quick get off that quick two-step uh, punt and, and technique, talk a little bit about your punting mechanics and, you know, just studying your film from one year to the next. It seems like you've been able to tighten that up, quicken that up and really be efficient with that motion. Well, in the summer, I'd be practicing with a coach. He worked with me a lot and helped me shorten up my steps so that way my get-off time would be very quick. And the yardage I put on my punts, I'm I'm only stepping around two and a half yards max on all my punts. So that way it keeps their guys from blocking me to a shorter amount of di- – well, a longer amount of distance, to be honest. And it helped me – by shortening up my steps, it helped me increase my hang time as well as my distance. So I feel that that overall has – increased me and helped me throughout the summer going and continuing on from sophomore year to junior year into into my senior year. And, you know, you talk about tightening up that technique and making it a smoother, more fluid process. What are some of the things now, you know, as we enter the draft season, we have about a four-month span here, and I know you're going to be in some showcases that we'll discuss here in, in a little bit, but what are some of your personal goals between now and April? Some of the things that you want to work on improving and maybe an area that you think you can get better at? Well, as a punter, I always continuously look to increase my hang time and uh, distance as always, but I'm continuing to cont- uh, work on my drops, heavy duty on my drops, as well as directional punting, forcing it to the right or the left hash. And also my Australian punt, uh, trying to pin them inside the eight at all times. 
I've been working on that a lot this winter, and I'm continuing to work on it now, and I'll be trying to fine-tune and get then get my quirk as best as possible so I'm ready for the showcases. Yeah, you know, I noticed the directional punting ability, cutting off the field, allowing the coverage unit to run downfield, cut off the field on those return men. Now, you mentioned the Australian punting. Where did that originate from? How does one get involved in that? And two, how much different is it from what you're traditionally used to doing? And how long have you been doing that now? Well, I started in high school. My uh, my teacher kicked at Cornell, Mr. Bumgardle. He uh, he taught me how to do the Australian punt. And anytime we were inside their end, we normally go for the Australian punt just to put more hang time on the ball, let the air get underneath it, and hold it up so our guys got down there. And I I learned that in high school, and I worked on it up until my senior year of college, and it's definitely been a a bonus and a little feather in my cap to say because it it helped helped me a lot. It helped me be able to pin the guys in 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 big situations and force turnovers for our guys to take over on offense. And it's it's just how you drop the ball with the nose down and you just keep your legs swinging the same and all goes well ends well. Well, it's probably not a coincidence that we've seen this influx of Australian punters invade the NFL. There's quite a few of them now. It seems like more and more every year. And, you know, you mentioned your high school coach was a kicker at Cornell. I'm curious, you know, who else have you been able to kind of um, learn from? Obviously, your, your coaching staff there at Monmouth University, but being a punter and a kicker, you know, it's a little bit different nature of the beast going through the draft process. Have you been able to, you know, pick the brain of anybody just in terms of what to expect and anticipate? I know Mammoth very quietly now has been uh, putting quite a few players in the NFL. Uh, There's a handful of guys, including some of your former teammates, but I'm just curious in terms of perspective on the draft process, have you been able to get any good advice from anybody? Oh, well, this entire time in college, over the summers, I've been able to work with uh, J.B. Gibney, who was a previous Purdue special teams coach, and he worked with countless guys, punters, and some punters in the NFL, other guys in college, and I've just been picking his brain, asking him questions, hey, like, how can I increase my hang time, how can I increase my distance for the Australian punt, how can I, like, look to make it maybe get more hang time or pin him in a certain area and he's been unbelievably helpful in that area so talking to uh, Matt White Monmouth special teams MVP here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show and definitely a name you need to know for the upcoming 2018 NFL Draft we bring you all the names here on the Player Spotlight Show and you know Matt I know that you know first off because of the reputation that Monmouth is is building up here I think also the fact that you have guys such as Mike Basile and Alex Thompson uh, players that NFL scouts are very familiar with I think you'll have a very great platform to showcase yourself at the Monmouth Pro Day uh, just because I think you'll benefit from the amount of prospects that you guys now have that's going to draw the scouts but I also know that come January 20th uh, you'll be at the Hoosted camp, which is very, very reputable, and the Zoner camp, which has become, become a staple for 
any special teams prospect leading up to the NFL draft, and that will be uh, February 23rd through the 25th. What are expectations heading into these kind of showcases? What do you hope to accomplish? And what do you want the NFL scouts to say to themselves, uh, whether they see it up close and in person? I know a lot of times the, the film and the footage gets sent to them, but what do you want the NFL scouts to take away from your showing at these uh, events? Well, definitely just to start with, like, the fact that I'm a triple threat uh, doing punting, kickoffs, and field goals, as well as, like, my strong work ethic. It's definitely coming into play, like, whether it's in practice, anything. Um, I, I give 110%, and by doing that, I work on my trades, and that way I can give the best I can give during games and, and show that them show them that I can perform in all areas and aspects. And I, I wish to and I hope to perform to the best of my abilities and, and show them what I'm capable of. Now, you know, some teams in the NFL value special teams more than others. A team like the New England Patriots, for example, is very big in special teams. I've been up to their training camp on numerous occasions, and their practice is very evenly divided. It's one-third offense, one-third defense, and one-third special teams. No area is cut short, and they're a big believer in special teams. And, you know, a team like New England, they also have the weather, which – You know, quite a few teams. I live in New Jersey. I know you play in New Jersey. We've got about seven professional uh, organizations within driving distance of us and playing in the Northeast. You know, the weather is a consideration. It is a factor uh, when you evaluate players such as yourself, Matt. And, you know, if a team like the Patriots is looking at you, they want to know that you can kick in all different types of weather. Now, I know that you're from Gibsonia, Pennsylvania. I don't know how far – that is from Erie, Pennsylvania, but I think they just got hammered with like four or five feet of snow. <laughs> Obviously yep. growing up in Pennsylvania, playing in New Jersey, you've been acclimated in, in, into uh, playing in all kinds of weather conditions. Yeah, it's it's been quite a crazy experience playing in all the different weather types, being from Pennsylvania and heading down to New Jersey and having that coast wind coming in. But it, it's helped me practice and make my trade as best I, as I can be. And especially with the wind, going into the wind, going with the wind, it showed me how to maybe make a couple mechanical differences heading into the game and perfecting my trade to be better for the situation at hand, whether it's strong winds, whether it's a deep gust underneath to get the ball in the air more and get more hang time and cut through the air. So it it definitely helped me craft my trade better yeah you can't you can't teach kicking in bad weather you you need the environment to be able to get those reps and you know if you're playing down in the sec or somewhere like that you're just not going to get that uh experience so you know we mentioned gibsonia pennsylvania let's talk a little bit off the field now with matt white mammoth punter kicker special teams extraordinaire here uh matt gibsonia pennsylvania are you born and raised what's it like growing up there what's it like going to high school there you know take us through your journey what when did you fall in love with the game of football and and when did you know you had a special talent here well yeah i was born and raised in gibsonia pennsylvania and i went to a little school called mars it was it was interesting growing up around here we were like in a little bubble i would say because it's nothing like new jersey but it's definitely helped me grow in my experience in football and 
I started as a freshman in high school, and people asked me to go and try out for kicking and doing the soccer as well. And they're like, hey, try this out. I, I, I instantly loved it. I felt good hitting the ball. I felt like it was something new, and I got to experience uh, new experiences with other people. And it helped me grow closer with uh, my classmates. And after that, it's been hitting the weight room, getting in, working out, getting stronger, getting bigger and preparing for the next season, one after the other. And, and unfortunately, I was able to get picked up by Monmouth, and it, the past just went into the future. It was like I was just continuously doing, and I've been blessed ever since. And the journey continues. Uh, you know, how about when you're not playing football, Matt, when you have some downtime, free time? What do you enjoy doing in your off time? you have any hobby, hobbies or anything that you enjoy, any, any uh, activities outside of the game of football? Well, it's funny how you say that because working out through football actually helped me grow to experience and love working out. I, I love working out. and It's either that or I'm studying for classes because I take academics very seriously. And my family, my family is one that is the most important thing in my life. And, and I love to be with my cousins, whether it's going to watch movies or going golfing with them. Just hanging out and being around them is one of the best things I can experience. And how about um, off the field with your teammates when you're there down in Monmouth? Uh, what are some of the activities you guys do? I know a lot of guys are into Madden and, and get the video game tournaments going, but what were some of the activities that you like to do with some of your teammates when you guys uh, were done with practicing or not studying the game film? Uh, we all love either. Well, if the weather's nice, we go to the beach sometimes. If it's not, we all we all like working out and getting each other better, whether it's taking reps outside on the field, whether it's punting. Me and my uh, my fellow kicker, John Coleman, he would, he would come out, we'd get some reps in, mess around, do some onside kicks, anything really just – just being together is probably one of the most most enjoyable things that we can be. Because as a team, we're a family, and there's nothing, nothing better than family. And, you know, you mentioned the beach. For those listening, it might not be too familiar. Monmouth is just a, a hop, skip, jump away from uh, Long Branch over there and the Jersey Shore and exit 105 and all that good stuff. And, you know, anybody who's, who's uh, being recruited by Monmouth or – looking to walk on at Monmouth, Matt can be the first one to tell you, you know, you have that unique experience being close to the beach and, uh, you know, coming over from Pennsylvania, I'm sure you've had plenty of good times on the beach there, Matt. So being a Jersey guy, I got to know, do you, did you ever stray away from the long, uh, long branch area? Did you enjoy some of the other Jersey shore, any favorite spots to hit on that East coast there? I mean, I like staying near long branch just because one is close. Like you said, it's like, two or three blocks away from Monmouth and, and everyone who is off campus lives in Pier Village and, and that area right there is just a great community in general. It was it was fun to be around. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to do, a lot of good food to do and uh, we're talking to Matt White, punter kicker, Monmouth University here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show and you know Matt, uh, we always wind down the last couple questions of the show. Uh, one you know, something that we may not know about you, and then we'll get on to the final question. But, you know, anything here, whether it be on or off the field, that 
you know, NFL scouts might be intrigued to know something we might not know. Uh, even the listening audience that we might not be aware about that we should know about uh, heading into this whole draft process. Just looking forward to those camps. I mean, I'm, I'm putting in effort every single day during this break and going to be doing it during this off season that I'm going to perfect my trade, doing directional Australian punts, getting bigger, stronger for this year and working on my kickoffs and field goals, making sure that I'm going to be ready to, turn some heads in, the, in those camps and get everybody ready for what's to come in the future. Yeah, once again, the Hoostad camp January 20th, 20th through the 23rd and the Zoner camp February 23rd through the 25th. Now, you've got about three weeks or so until that first showcase camp, Matt. I mean, what's a typical day? Like, what's your training regimen consist of right now? Obviously, it's a little bit different than what it's like, you know, comparing for uh, preparing for a game. You know, take us through a typical day. What are what are what are some of your training uh, schedules looking like between now and the next three weeks? I work out four days a week, not including kicking. I'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday kicking. Sunday, if if I feel like I'm feeling good, maybe take a day off, be with the family. But I'll go normally for kick for about an hour, do half punt, and then half kicking, field goals, extra points and uh, kickoffs, and just doing drops. I'll take 30, 40 minutes just to do drops alone, making sure that the drop is perfect and it doesn't get messed up at all. Even Australian punts, I'll be practicing those and pushing myself off to the right for directional, off to the left for directional, and just making sure that every time I hit the ball, it's going to be the sweet spot every single time. Yeah, consistency is the key, and... Most uh, NFL talent evaluators will uh, tell you they'll take consistency over strength every single time. Now, uh, before we let you go, Matt, we do like to get an accurate height and weight on all of our guests just for any NFL scouts listening and tuning into the show. We have you listed here at six foot one, about 200 pounds. Is that accurate? Yeah, I'm around six foot one, 205 pounds now. Okay, very good. And then, you know, last one for you here. We wrap it up with this question with every prospect that comes on the player spotlight show. The platform is yours. I'm an NFL general manager. I want you to tell me why Matt White should be in my training camp come August. Well, my assets include the triple threat, kicking, punting, field goals, all the above. I'm not only a focused punter, but I'm able to back up anyone on the kicking duties. I have a very strong work ethic. I would be a strong contributor to the team no matter what position I'm in. I'm extremely coachable, and I take my work seriously. As a scholar-athlete, my grades show how well-rounded I am. I prioritize juggling multiple tasks, and I put a lot of people put money and lifestyle and let them change them. But for me, it wouldn't happen to me. I have a strong foundation and my faith, and my morals go completely against that. And my, this, my grades also show my determination and work ethic when I put my mind to something. So it definitely would show that if I put my mind to kicking, it's over. It's a done deal, and it's going to be a good day. Well, I love that attitude, and, you know, the coaching staff has praised your work ethic, your dedication, and passion for the game. No doubt about it, that's going to shine through when you meet with these NFL scouts and get a chance to talk to them one-on-one. I know – just about every single NFL team has passed through that Monmouth campus and 
gotten a look at you, and I'm sure they'll be back for your uh, Mammoth Pro Day workout. Of course, the showcase is coming up as well. Uh, you seem like you have a very good head on your shoulders, and we are looking forward to following your path to the draft. I know we will be in contact and communication over the next four months, so you know, please do keep us posted so we can keep our listening audience updated. And uh, it was a pleasure chatting with you here today, Matt. Anything else you want to say before we let you go? I just want to thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Well, we thank you, Matt. And uh, like I said, we'll be chatting soon. That's Matt White, the uh, Mammoth Special Teams extraordinaire, punter, kicker, kickoff, handling abilities, the triple threat, maybe the best triple threat you've seen since Allen Iverson. Uh, He's gotten better every single year. And, you know, we could have actually gotten into more with Matt and, you know, maybe we'll get him on the show once again before the draft uh, pops up. But here's a guy who's just, you know, really improved his consistency, gotten better each and every year, also gotten stronger too when you take a look at his punt average and hang time. And, you know, I know that the uh, the average NFL hang time is about 4.40 seconds. Matt is right in that ballpark. So, you know, I think he's only going to continue to get better with his uh, draft process training. And then again, He's going to have an opportunity at these upcoming showcases, one in January, one in February. Uh, all the NFL teams will get a chance to see him. And then, again, uh, Mammoth is putting out talent. Uh, Hakeem Vallis, I think, was just called up to the active roster. Uh, Chris Hogan, Neil Sterling. Uh, I think they have another linebacker here on the Jets. So just a handful of guys. Of course, going back to Miles Austin, he, he really – got the trend started with that Mammoth football uh, program. And, you know, Matt White looking to be the next one that makes the transition from Mammoth to the pros. So there you have it. Another name you need to know. File it down. Store it in the memory bank. Let them know where you heard it here first at the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host, Rick Saratella, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. It's what we do, baby. And listen, NFLDraftBible.com uh, is on fire. We actually just had the uh, the most popular month uh, of our history in December. December's not even over. We, we've had more traffic than any other month in the history of the NFL Draft Bible. Uh, our Twitter verse is exploding. We've reached you know two million people in, in the last month or so alone. So um, you know we appreciate all the support, all the people reaching out all the teams and NFL decision makers hitting us up to get more information on these players because it tells us we're doing something right. We're providing a valuable service to help these talent evaluators make an educated decision because, you know, listen, especially when it comes here to the East coast, if I, if if there's a player within seven hours driving distance in my, in my backyard, chances are I know about them. And Matt White, is just another player that NFL scouts are going to fall in love with once they get an up-close uh, look. And, you know, I've spoken to his coaches. I know the NFL teams have passed through that campus. And uh, we're just looking forward to uh, watching him succeed, and we'll be following his path to the draft. Uh, of course, NFLDraftBible.com will have his full in-depth scouting profile up on the website. We'll update it accordingly leading up to the draft. We'll also have his uh, highlights and video film footage up there so anybody can see for themselves 
the uh, triple threat talent that he possesses. possesses. So uh, thank you to Matt for joining us here. Thank you to Monmouth University. We also want to thank the fine fuel water, parabolic performance and rehab. Of course, the NFL And, you know, just follow us on social media at NFL draft Bible. It's the best way to keep up to date, not just with what we're doing, but what's going on in the NFL draft community. It's 24 seven, 365. We're one of the originals and we ain't going nowhere. So, uh, and as a matter of fact, we have a new show debuting tomorrow while I have you here with me live. And once again, if you missed the beginning of the show, you want to hear this interview in its entirety, blog talk, radio, iTunes, NFL You can get the full complete interview tomorrow. We will be uh, back at noon Eastern time with the NFL Draft Bible radio show previewing uh, the New Year's Day bowl games. We'll also discuss some of the underclassmen. We'll talk about some of the bowl game risers and sliders that have, from the games that have already occurred. And then Friday, I'll be back with another uh, player spotlight show on Friday at 10 a.m. with Richmond quarterback Kyle Lawletta, who is off to the Senior Bowl, a quarterback prospect we're very excited about chatting with. And then later on today, we won't be live, but I will bring it to you some point within the next week. We are going down to Villanova. Right after I hang up the phone, we're going to go and uh, meet up with Ed Shockley, the Villanova playmaking linebacker, another one of these FCS under-the-radar prospects that you definitely need to know. And uh, we're going to be going one-on-one with Mr. Shockley, so stay tuned for that. Of course, it's Can't Stop, Won't Stop all the time here at the NFL Draft Bible for Rick Saratella signing off till the next time everybody